Hey, Life Architects, Adam Carroll here with another Build a Bigger Life solo cast, and I have a confession to make. It is this. I love coffee. I love coffee, but I didn't always. There was a period of time in my life, like around the college years, that I couldn't really stand the taste of it, and I would favor energy drinks over coffee. And then somehow I acquired this taste of coffee, and to be very candid with you, I love Starbucks, and I... Uh, sort of love Dunkin' Donuts with a cream and sugar in my coffee. Um, and the reality is that you can get coffee anywhere and everywhere. The title of today's solo cast is this. It's all about the price of convenience. The price of convenience. And the reason that I start with coffee is last year in 2014, I had um, tracked all of my spending. And I went back and looked at those numbers and I realized that I had spent a staggeringly high amount of money on coffee, primarily at Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. And, you know, it's one thing to go through Starbucks on a regular basis and get a $2 coffee. It's another to get a $4 uh, latte or mocha or a $5 frappuccino and do that on any semi-regular basis. And so I realized that I needed to have a change in my coffee habit. Well, my wife and I were down in Kansas City one weekend and I was introduced at this kitchen store to a device called the Nespresso machine. And I would say that there are only two or three things that have radically changed my life. One was finding Apple products. Number two was the Dyson vacuum. I know it sounds crazy, but it changed my life. And number three was the Nespresso machine. Granted, my children are not in this list, but the Dyson, Apple products, and the Nespresso maker. And here's why. I tried the Nespresso coffee for the very first time and was just blown away by how good it tasted and the fact that I could make this at home. And so we spent the $300 or whatever it was on a Nespresso machine, and I now make Nespresso coffee at least once a day, sometimes twice, but generally once. And, um, and they're, you know, they're creative coffees. So the whole point of this solo cast about the price of convenience is that I realized that Coffee was convenient for me to drive through and grab, but when I do it on a regular basis over and over and over again, there is a price associated with it. And I'm not going to give you the overall number that I spent, just to let you know that it was it was significant. And if you've ever heard yourself say something like, guys, it's just so convenient to grab this thing here, you know what I'm talking about. So the questions are, do you have coffee every morning? Uh, on your way to work? Are you grabbing it at a store somewhere? Do you take your lunch to work? Or are you going out for lunch? And if you do go out to lunch, do you go out just because God, it's so convenient just to go to the restaurant across the street? My question to you is, if it's just so convenient, at what price is it that convenient, right? Because there is a price to every convenience that we have. And I look to the whole convenience store, uh, call it movement right now, I don't know if you realize this, but there is a convenience store near my area called Casey's General Store. And Casey's General Store is known for one thing and one thing only, and that is pizza. Their pizza is amazing. And my friends from New York City who come and they're like, what? We're getting pizza from a gas station? I'm like, no, you don't understand. We're getting it from a convenience store. But this is some of the best pizza you will ever have. And they argue with me that it's not. But you know, I'm from Iowa and I have to stand true to Casey's. What I realized about Casey's is that this is a Fortune 100 company. This is a convenience store that is in the top 100 
best-selling largest companies, right? Fortune 100 company for a general store. And what they sell are items that I don't think you could buy an item that costs more than 10 or $15 at Casey's. And that would be something like a pizza or a case of beer. Everything else that they sell is between 99 cents and probably $4.99 at the most, right? So this is a a company that is in the Fortune 100, and it does so because they sell convenient items. That's it. For a time, I was going through and consulting people on uh, their finances. I would essentially refinance their finances for them. And every single person that I sat down with, bar none, had more 2 to $5 to $10 charges on their bank statement that came from a convenience store than they ever thought they had. So we would go through their bank statements and I would find all of these charges that they made in the 5 to $10 range. Many of them were things like a soda here or a candy bar there or a piece of pizza at Casey's. But almost every single person's finances I looked at almost always had convenience store charges. And it is the price of convenience. Now, if you go into a convenience store, be it a Casey's or a Quick Trip or a Come and Go or a Quick Shop or any of the ones that are around you, I want you to pay close attention to the fact that there is very, very little shelf space given to anything that is healthy. Everything that's there is probably chock full of sugar and preservatives and bad ingredients. So the price of convenience is two things. Number one, it's a cost. And number two, it's your health. And we'll talk about those. But there are other ways that we show convenience and the price of convenience. We rented a car uh, a couple weeks ago on vacation. And my mom actually did the renting. We split a minivan with her on this particular trip. And she prepaid for gas. Now, when you prepay for gas at the rental car desk, you're doing it because it's convenient. They ask you, well, do you want to fill up before you bring it in? Or would you just rather pay for a full tank with us? And they make it sound like it's going to be cheaper. It's usually about the same or maybe a little bit more per gallon. And when my mom told me she did that, I gave her this look like, why would you do that? And she said, oh, should I not do that? And my answer was, well, I guess it's more convenient, but it really depends on if you use an entire tank full of gas. So yes, it's convenient, but it's also more expensive. And that's the decision that many of us make. We opt for convenience. We pay no attention to the price. Another example, while we're on the car example, is leasing cars. It's very convenient to lease a car. If you don't have a big fat amount to put down on a new car to keep the payments low, you're probably going to lease it. A lot of dealerships now offer a low down payment and a low lease rate every single month. You know, it's not great for everyone. For some, it works perfectly, but it's not always uh, the most uh, convenient for some people from a payment perspective or from a financial perspective. So leasing cars, another example, you'll hear uh, companies, whether it be a car company or a furniture store offer 0% interest financing or 24 easy monthly installments, right? Or maybe no payments until January. This is convenience. And they figured out that if they can make it convenient for you and your pocketbook or to make it convenient for you to make a decision right then and there, typically you'll do it, but you'll pay little attention to the price. Now, 0% interest, you know, for anyone looking at that is a good deal. You're not paying any interest on the money borrowed. 
But in reality, maybe they're stretching out the payments for a long time, or maybe um, maybe they're adding to the price of that particular product that you're buying in order to keep you at 0% interest. So either way, there's a price of convenience. When it comes to one of my favorite topics, which is student lending, this is probably the greatest example of the price of convenience. Student loans in of themselves are very convenient. If you need to go to college or want to go to college and you have no money, student loans are available to you. It's very convenient. However, you could also apply for scholarships or grants or do work study or be a resident assistant or do any number of things to minimize the amount of money that you're going to borrow for school. However, the majority of students going today won't fill out scholarship applications because it's just too difficult. It's too complicated. I'd rather not do an application and an essay when I can just fill out my FAFSA and fill out a couple of forms online and get however much money I need. It's so much more convenient, right? This is actually compounded over time because someone would borrow for four years, let's say, and then they get out and they realize that they have this big chunk of money that they need to pay off. And then they then say, well, I can't afford that payment. So I'm going to do a graduated repayment plan, making my payments significantly smaller, but I'm going to pay more for it over time. So it's convenient that we can make those payments really small, but the price of it is exponentially more when you extend those payments over 20 or 25 years. So that graduated repayment process, while it looks good, it looks very convenient, it's actually very, very, very costly. We have become, in effect, somewhat of a throwaway culture, right? We buy things that are convenient like water bottles, right? A, a plastic bottle of water, but when we're done with it, we throw it away. In reality, the price of convenience is we're polluting our environment. We're costing more. The fact that we have millions of plastic bottles filling our landfills, and there's some commercial out right now that says we could wrap plastic bottles around the earth multiple times with the amount that's thrown away every year. So we've become this throwaway culture. The question is, at what price? Right? It's not just a cost, but it's the environmental price. It's our health in eating fast food and not taking healthy uh, food to work every day. Um, and, and I've simplified it, right? It's about not going to Starbucks, but making maybe making coffee at home and understanding that the money you spend right now is going to be invested down the road for something better. As an example, we decided last year that we would hire a cleaning crew for our home. At first, it seems like this is kind of an expense. There's a cost to it. And there is a price to that convenience. But the convenience of not having to do that on an every two-week basis is amazing in the sense of uh, our productivity on the weekends, the fact that we're not negative about having to do it, coming home to a clean house. There is a price to the convenience. Uh, and I'm okay with that. Just understand that whatever you're spending on, there is a price to something being convenient. The bottom line is this, and I heard it best put this way. When you make easy decisions, life is hard. Going into a convenience store and spending $10 every two days is an easy decision, but it might create a hard life if you're someone that's living paycheck to paycheck or having a hard time finding money to put away. When you make hard decisions, life is easy. Packing your lunch every morning is a hard decision for some, but it makes life easy in the long run when you've got money left over at the end of the month to maybe then invest in a cleaning crew every two weeks. So here's the question for you to answer as you build a bigger life. Yes, it's easy, 
but do I really need it? Yes, it's convenient, but what is the price that I'm paying for it? And in the process of answering those questions, I encourage you to continue building a bigger life. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Build a Bigger Life podcast with Adam Carroll. If you liked what you heard on the podcast today, help spread the message of a bigger life by leaving a review and subscribing on iTunes. Follow Adam on Twitter at Adam Carroll. Download a copy of the Build a Bigger Life blueprint at buildabiggerlife.com and check out Adam's TEDx talk on YouTube. Until next week, may you build a bigger life.